Hello and welcome to episode 184 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. It is my pleasure to be with you. My name is Terrence M. Stanton. We are recording on Monday, May 9th, 2022. Let us begin with the day six prayer in honor of the perfect woman, the Lord's masterpiece, Our Lady of Fatima, our Queen. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Most Holy Virgin, who deigned to come to Fatima to reveal to the three little shepherds the treasures of graces hidden in the recitation of the rosary, inspire our hearts with a sincere love of this devotion, so that by meditating on the mysteries of our redemption that are recalled in it, we may gather the fruits and obtain the conversion of sinners, the conversion of Russia, and this favor which I so earnestly seek. Blessed Mother, I would like to pray for an immediate end to intrinsically evil methods of birth control, for an immediate end to pornography, for an immediate end to abortion, which I ask of thee in this novena for the greater glory of God, for thine own honor, and for the good of all people. Amen. And part of this prayer um, also includes three Paternosters, um, three Ave Marias, and three Gloria Patris. Paternoster, quies in celis, sanctificator nomen tuum, adveniat regnum tuum, fiat voluntas tuo, sicut in celo et in terra, panam nostrum quotidianum de nobis hodie, et dimite nobis debita nostra, sicut et nos dimitibus debitoribus nostris, et nenos inducas in tentationem sed libra nos amalo. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu in mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in mortis nostra. Amen. Excuse me. Gloria Patri et Filio et Spiritui Sancto, sicut erat in principio et nunc et semper et in saecula saeculorum. Amen. Pater noster quias in celis, sanctificator nomen tuum, adveniat regnum tuum, fiat voluntas tua, sicut in celo et in terra, panem nostrum quotidianum de nobis hodie, et dimite nobis debita nostra, sicut et nos dimitibus debitoribus nostris, et nenos inducas in tentationem sid libra nosa malo. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tua mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in mortis nostrae. Amen. Gloria Patri et Filio et Spiritui Sancto, sicut erat in principio et nunc et semper et in saecula saeculorum. Amen. Pater noster quias in celis, sanctificator nomen tuum, adveniat regnum tuum, fiat voluntas tua, sicut in celo et in terra. Panem nostrum quotidianum de nobis hodie, et dimite nobis debita nostra, sicut et nos dimitibus debitoribus nostris, et nenos inducas in tentationem sed libra nos amalo. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tua mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in mortis nostra. Amen. Gloria Patri et Filio et Spiritui Sancto, sicut erat in principio, et nunc et semper et in saecula, Seculorum. Amen. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen.
So here are some of the titles of articles today at LifeSite. Wisconsin pro-life group headquarters firebombed and vandalized on Mother's Day. Tabernacle stolen from Texas church after pro-abortion group threatens to burn the Eucharist. Pro-abortion activists descend on Supreme Court of the United States justices' homes to intimidate them on road decision. I'm not going to go through and share any of these articles with you. Um, feel free to go to LifeSite and check them out yourself because it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood and the the content of what these people are doing is just despicable. Nonetheless, we have to pray for them. Jesus says, love your enemies and do good to those who persecute you. We can think of someone like Abby Johnson, who was formerly, I believe she was Planned Parenthood's employee of the year. Now she is a staunch warrior for defending babies, a staunch warrior for helping abortion workers get out of that gruesome industry. No one is beyond God's mercy. The Lord is merciful love. He's always offering us his grace. He's always offering us the opportunity to repent and believe in the gospel. We have to respond. Even doing that is his grace. Everything is his grace. We can't do anything on our own. So people who have been involved involved in the abortion industry, and of course, many of you probably know her name. um, The name of her organization is And Then There Were None. And her take is, you know, we remove abortion workers from the abortion industry. That's it for the abortion industry. And she says that no one grows up wanting to work in the abortion business. And that's absolutely true. But her example, um, examples such as uh, Dr. Bernard Nathanson, there are many others, people who were in the business of killing children got out of it because God can work with anyone. Think about St. Paul. He was focused 100% on killing Christians. He thought he was being zealous for the law. And he was involved in murder is what he was actually doing. But the Lord used his zeal, misplaced zeal, after he was literally knocked off his high horse to become one of the greatest saints in the history of the church, a man who wrote a good portion of the New Testament and suffered mightily for the faith and was eventually executed for his love of our Lord Jesus Christ. So when we look at these people who are doing these heinous things, and like I said earlier, I don't feel like reading any of these articles about them. The misplaced passion that they have, the misplaced zeal that they have, for the murder of the most innocent among us. 
and they won't couch it in those terms. You know, they speak euphem- euphemistically and they're always dodging what the real issue is and they'll talk about choice and women's rights and no, it's about murdering babies. If you're in favor of abortion being legal, you're in favor of murdering babies. That's real talk. That's the real talk uh, portion of this evening's broadcast. But that misplaced zeal, that desire to do evil, to support evil, to vote for politicians who are in favor of this despicable act, the act of abortion being legal in our society, that can be turned. Just like it was turned in the life of St. Paul, just like it was turned in the life of Abby Johnson, just like it was turned in the life of Dr. Bernard Nathanson, just like it's turned in any of our lives. Whenever we're pursuing our sins and pursuing them with gusto, we know that in the end, it only makes us miserable because only Jesus can satisfy us. Only the Lord can give us what we truly need. We're made for him. We're made for deep, intimate union with our Lord Jesus Christ. And the fullness of that can only be found in the one holy Catholic and apostolic church. Anything less than that will not satisfy us. As St. Augustine says, our hearts are restless, O Lord, until they rest in thee. So these folks who are you know, attacking churches and firebombing buildings and all this other just utterly mad uh, nonsense that's taking place. They're not beyond the mercy of the Lord. He's calling all men and women to him. Everybody. Jesus wants everyone to be saved. He died for everyone. Including those people who are doing these crazy things at churches or protesting Supreme Court justices' homes, which is in violation of federal law, by the way. We have to keep praying for these people. There are brothers, there are sisters. They're lost at this point. Now, who knows what's happened in their lives to, to lead them to such a state. But like Dr. Ralph Martin says, the evangelist who's associated with Renewal Ministries and a gentleman I've learned a great deal from. People who are on the Broadway don't have to stay on the Broadway. And of course, it can be very humbling. It should be very humbling when we have to go into the confessional. And as a Catholic apologist, Jim Burnham says, Tell the priest what a scoundrel we've been. And in actuality, we're telling our Lord what a scoundrel we've been. And we hear those beautiful words of absolution and we're free. And we make that firm purpose of amendment not to revisit those same sins. And with God's grace, all things are possible. So if Jesus can save 
miserable sinner like me, like you, can save anyone, can bring anyone to repent and believe in the gospel, no matter how long they've been away from the church or if they've never been in the church. God can work with anyone and he's always trying to bring souls to himself. And as we've talked about many times before on this program, the lasso that brings souls back is the Holy Rosary. Pray that rosary every day. I'm sure um, many of you listen to Dr. Taylor Marshall, the wonderful Thomistic philosopher and, and Catholic apologist whose YouTube channel is very popular. I highly recommend him. He always says, pray that rosary every day. If you don't pray the rosary, you're not on the team. Now, we don't have to pray it. It's not under penalty of sin if we don't pray it. But the Blessed Mother, at each of her apparitions at Fatima, the one thing she said in all of them was to pray the rosary every day. And if the Lord's masterpiece, this is also another thing that Dr. Marshall said, or words to the effect of, if the mother of God comes down off of her throne from heaven to earth and says repeatedly to pray the rosary, that's not, that's not, an, un, it's not an unreasonable request, right? Um, when the mother of God asks you to do something, the appropriate response isn't to haggle about it or, or make excuses why you're not doing it. It's it's just to do it, like the, the Nike slogan, just do it, just pray the rosary. And especially for dads and grandfathers and families, leading your, um, your wife, your kids, your grandkids. Man's job in a family is twofold, provide and protect. You're pro- protecting your family when you pray the rosary with them, offering them that spiritual armor, that spiritual protection that Our Lady gives. And she loves you for it, and she will bless your marriage for it, and she will bless future generations of your family for it. So don't give up hope. Keep showing up. That's another Ralph Martin-ism. I believe it was at a um, men's conference in Virginia. I was watching a couple years ago online. And one of the things he said was keep showing up. No matter how hard it seems right now, the dawning of a new day is ahead. I'm very hopeful on the basis of this consecration that took place in March. I know there's a lot of controversy in Catholic circles, whether this was exactly what the Blessed Mother wanted or not. And of course, only the Lord knows for certain. I'm of the opinion that it was valid. I hope and pray that it was acceptable to our Lord and Our Lady, but only time will tell. Hopefully we'll see the conversion of Russia and a period of peace and the triumph of the Immaculate Heart of the Blessed Virgin Mary. I believe we will. Let's keep praying that that comes to fruition, but keep showing up. Like Dr. E. Michael Jones says, God has a plan for your life. It's wonderful, it's beautiful, and it's greater than you can possibly imagine. Oremos. 
In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Prayer for the Hastening of the Triumph of the Immaculate Heart of Mary by Bishop Schneider. O Immaculate Heart of Mary, Holy Mother of God and our Tender Mother, look upon the distress in which the whole of mankind is living due to the spread of materialism, godlessness, and the persecution of the Catholic faith. In our own days, in our own day, the mystical body of Christ is bleeding from so many wounds caused within the church by the unpunished spread of heresies, the justification of sins against the sixth commandment, the seeking of the kingdom of earth rather than that of heaven, the horrendous sacrileges against the most holy Eucharist, especially through the practice of communion in the hand and the Protestant shaping of the celebration of the Holy Mass. Amidst these trials appeared the light of the consecration of Russia to thine immaculate heart by the Pope in union with the world's bishops. In Fatima, thou didst request the communion of reparation on the first Saturdays of the month. Implore thy divine son to grant a special grace to the Pope that he might approve the communion of reparation on the first Saturdays. May Almighty God hasten the time when Russia will convert to Catholic unity, mankind will be given a time of peace, and the Church will be granted an authentic renewal and the purity of the Catholic faith, the sacredness of divine worship, and the holiness of Christian life. O Mediatrix of all graces, O Queen of the Most Holy Rosary and our sweet Mother, turn thine eyes of mercy towards us and graciously hear this, our trusting prayer. Amen. Prayer to St. Joseph for a soul in purgatory by Father Calloway. St. Joseph, reigning in heaven with Jesus and Mary, intercede for the souls in purgatory. Today, in particular, I ask you to turn your gaze to the soul who is most forgotten in purgatory. This soul longs to see the face of God, O good Father. Ask the Holy Trinity to take this soul to the glory of heaven today. Remember me, St. Joseph, when I die. I beg you to be prompt in delivering me from purgatory so that I can see you, Jesus, and Mary face to face. Amen. Wigo potens ora pronobis, sancti Osef terra daimonem, ora pronobis, in nomine patris et fili et spiritus sancti. Amen. Thank you very kindly, my friends, for listening to episode 184 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. Very proud to be your host, Terence M. Stanton, but I am merely the host. This is the Blessed Mother's podcast. I would be very grateful if you share this with everyone you know, and most especially, please pray for the eternal salvation of Pope Francis. Goodbye, and God love you.